What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. You're with me, Jason Dacey, on Money FM 89.3. I'm with Maurizio Barbieri. He is the head of sports partnerships for Southeast Asia for Twitter here in Singapore. And Maurizio, it's a big time of year for you with the World Cup coming up. Tell us about what Twitter is doing around the World Cup and how you're working with uh, sports content. Uh, yes, the World Cup is uh, is big for uh, for everyone, uh, even uh, even more so for us. Uh, four years ago, it was uh, um, people were talking about uh, the World Cup literally on Twitter all the time. Uh, uh, Six hundred and seventy million uh, tweets uh, over the course of uh, of the competition. Um, now, probably, hopefully, we are going to do we are going to do even better. Uh, for um, uh, when it comes to to Southeast Asia, the World Cup is uh, you know you don't have uh, you don't have countries competing in the cup in the tournament, but um, the, the the fans still care a lot about it. Um, the way we the, the way we work with the, with the broadcasters is um, first of all embrace the platform. You should be using it regardless. I mean, if you are not on Twitter, if you are a publisher and you're not on Twitter and you're not trying to engage your, uh, your audience, probably there's something wrong that you're doing. Um, another thing is, uh, so you use it, engage, uh, engage your fans uh, through the highlights. Uh, uh, whatever you are producing around, around the, the tournament, uh, why not, uh, you know, putting it on Twitter? Also on other platforms, that doesn't matter. But if you use Twitter, you definitely you are definitely going to be part of a conversation. These people are going to be like, did you see that? Did you see what happened? The referee is a crook. What an amazing mm-hmm. goal. We are the best. You guys are the worst. It, these, are, these are the conversations. Twitter is uh, literally, I know that now sounds like a, like a pitch, mm-hmm. but Twitter is the largest uh, football stadium in, in the world. The people are uh, talking about what they are uh, watching in real time. You don't need a water cooler anymore. You just need uh, need Twitter. The good thing is that uh, we are also uh, helping publishers monetizing that content, that activity that uh, they are uh, that they are going to the activities that they are going to do, the, the content that they are going to produce and putting it on Twitter can also be monetized. Twitter is the only social media platform authorized by FIFA to monetize content. And uh, we have uh, sales teams that uh, can work along with uh, um, the broadcasters to find the new revenue opportunities for them. So it's kind of a win-win, even though it sounds cliche. (laughs) I like that, the largest uh, sports stadium in the world. And of course, the big news in recent times this year was that you increased from 140 to 280 characters, which gives people more opportunity to express what they say. But, you know, some people might be a bit confused about how Twitter can really be a player when it comes to sports content. This is uh, this is a very good question. So I think that we need to make a distinction. The entities the organizations that go after rights because they want to create an audience uh, and uh, it needs to be um, gated and then they monetize that uh, through advertising or uh, subscriptions. And then uh, there's uh, the organizations that want to work with the existing players uh, that want to find ways to extend their reach, uh, uh, increment the, the engagement of the audience. And I, I think that we are in the second part. We are not here to disrupt uh, something that more or less is working. Television is not going away. 
mm-hmm. radio is not mm-hmm. going away. Uh, OTT players might come into the market, but mm-hmm. uh, they are not going to destroy something that uh, that is uh, already working, especially in Southeast Asia. FTA free to air television is is here, still very strong. As that's uh, we 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 are not going to to change that. What we want though is. Um, if you are watching something on TV, whether it's free-to-air or on pay uh, cable TV, pay TV or yeah. OTT service, mm, over the top, you are definitely using something else. You are definitely chatting. You are second screen. Uh, it's not only that. It's uh, actually it's uh, it's not even a second sc- screen related to what you are watching per se. Mm-hmm. So you are watching something, and probably you are chatting on WhatsApp or uh, using Tinder or whatever. <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> so be, and then uh, and then your attention goes back to to the big screen, right? And uh, oh, what happened? Uh, let me find out, or let me watch the highlights of what has just happened, mm. or let me find out about that player who scored. Correct. So the idea. For us is uh, let's have all this conversation, all these activities uh, around what is happening and is being watched by millions of people on on a big screen mm. and uh, give them the chance to be part of a conversation about that. Uh, I'll give you an example. When uh, LeBron James uh, scored uh, that floater against the Raptors uh, back in that shot at when, when uh, time was, uh, was yep, in running the NBA, out, yep. right, mm. that clip uh, on Twitter within five minutes was already being watched by 250,000 people. So it, it's, and everybody was like, did you see that? Yeah. Did you see that? So it's did immediate. You, you can go straight yes. to Twitter and see it. Right. But but it's not because Twitter is the best. It's because the actual NBA decided to embrace the fact that people are talking about this on Twitter. Mm. So if I want to be relevant in that conversation, why not uh, putting that content in, in their timelines and allowing them to, to start sharing that, that clip? It's, it's just good for the brand. It's, uh, it's not good for us per se. Mm. It's good for the NBA. It's good for uh, whoever decides to, to use the, this platform uh, and be part of the, of the conversations that are already happening. Uh, great. But what about the likes of Facebook and YouTube getting into delivery of uh, sports content now? And they've become quite big players in the last few years. How is Twitter different to that? Okay. Um, of course, I cannot comment on, uh, on you know, l- the long-term plans of, mm. uh, of other, um, other platforms. I, I, don't see, I don't see us, let's put it this way, I don't see us unless it's... Uh, it, it, it has very specific reasons. I don't see us going for rights. I don't see us uh, going for, uh, let's buy the exclusive rights uh, for that event so that people can watch it only on Twitter. I, I see us uh, as um, who's wor- who, who has that, uh, that content? How can we work with them uh, and make sure that that content gets the maximum exposure beyond Whatever their uh, organic reach is, what can we do in order to generate more engagement, more conversations, more fans, and more revenue? Whatever the other the other entities want to do, great, good for them. I think that uh, there's a model that works. Our publishers are happy with what we are doing. The fact that uh, in the past months we also announced a long list of deals that 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 are going to work with us on a more regular basis with a 
you know, with a constant output of content that we can take to the fence and we can take to market uh, to find new monetization opportunities. I think it kind of speaks uh, for itself. With uh, Maurizio Barbieri, the head of sports partnerships for Southeast Asia for Twitter. So maybe share some of the deals that you've done. You know, obviously things have changed a lot for Twitter since the last World Cup, and it's quite a bright uh, marketplace for you. Right, uh, that's true. It, we we are really we are really grown a lot uh, in um, in in this uh, uh, this field, this uh, this arena. Mm-hmm. Just to keep it uh, mm-hmm. uh, sports like. Uh, when it comes to Southeast Asia, we have uh, we have uh, reached um, partnerships deals with the likes of broadcasters and uh, entities alike. So, for instance, with uh, uh, with Stadium Astro in Malaysia, we are working around uh, packages for English Premier League and um, uh, and the World Cup. Not only broadcasters, but also with sports organization like uh, the International Table Tennis. Federations, for, uh, Federation, for instance, also the same thing. How we can expand uh, their reach in Japan? Japan, mm-hmm. we are uh, we are super big. Twitter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are we are way bigger than than our competitors. Let's put it this way. Right. So, if you want to be big in Japan, you need Twitter. Uh, you need Twitter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Another partnership uh, that we have, uh, another entity we started working with is uh, One Championship. Uh, largest and fastest growing uh, um, martial arts organization in Asia. Yeah, one of the biggest growing sports, you'd have to say, in Southeast Asia. Absolutely. They they have a top quality team. Uh, the events that they put uh, week in, week out. Uh, great marketing, are, uh, great branding. Absolutely. They are, they are great. And uh, we started working with them. We have uh, an exclusive partnership with, for some of the fights uh, because we want to help them grow, right? Uh, and uh, last, um, uh, the latest event, the one, uh, the one that I had in uh, in Singapore, we we delivered uh, uh, overall between clips and the live streaming almost uh, 3.5 million views. So it's kind of uh, uh, it's kind of a, a big value for uh, for the partners. Say, if if I go by myself, I do this. If we all team together, uh, we can reach this audience and uh, eventually also monetize this content. So what's the road going forward for you, uh, you know, in your job of head of sports partnerships for Southeast Asia for Twitter? Where do you see this in, you know, two to five years time? I think that our objective here is uh, help uh, publishers and organiza- sports organizations to maximize uh, their return on, on whatever investment that, that they might make whether it's sports rights or whether it is um, getting more people through the gates. And, and I think that we can, we can help them achieve that. There are um, many opportunities uh, also with uh, smaller sports that are looking for a bigger audience. One of my KPIs, so to say, mm-hmm. is uh, try to, to help the underserved sports to find uh, their audience. So not just the World Cups, the smaller events too. Yes, absolutely. There are, uh, the, there are uh, local leagues uh, that uh, might, actually not might, will benefit from uh, uh, a deeper uh, relationship uh, with us. We, last week I was, uh, I was in Thailand uh, and um, we, we kind of uh, 
announce the the fact that uh, we are announced. We kind of uh, it was a, an open secret. Uh, with the with the Thai league for the local market, we are going to have a, a series of activities with uh, the Thai football uh, with, league, right? Um, with uh, with players and coaches. Uh, so this is this is something that uh, we know we can deliver. That that the the fact that if we can create all these opportunities, fans will be more uh, uh, more engaged. Um, so it's just uh, it's just a matter of uh, putting them uh, in the calendar, making sure that people know that, that they can ask uh, coaches and players questions, and they, the answers will be on Twitter. Well, he's a busy man around the region. Maurizio Barbieri, the head of sports partnerships for Southeast Asia for Twitter. The World Cup's coming up. Italy aren't in it, but he's going to be busy engaging uh, various uh, clients and working on that. Many thanks for joining us on Money FM Weekend Mornings. Thank you very much.